Show, 5 Shark Fam. I'm AJ. Before we get into it, become part of the notification squad by hitting the bell next to the subscribe button on YouTube. Welcome to another episode of Five Stripe Weekly, and Atlanta United had its first friendly of the 2023 preseason. And yes, uh, Atlanta United drew 3-3, not a spectacular uh, defensive performance, but... Uh, yeah, there were some connections that were saw, but I think largely this was a uh, run out for fitness and not too much should be taken from it. A lot of rust shown indeed, but uh, before we get into that, yeah, the Atlanta United players, they uh, wore armbands to honor the life of Anton Walks. And Brooks Lennon, he mentioned uh, earlier in the week uh, in the press conference uh, that he did that uh, they will use the memory of Anton Walks as, quote, fuel for this season, unquote. And he said, quote, also as well, you never know what can happen in life. Every day that you step on the pitch, you give your all for the badge for this entire organization just to... Just be a good person off the field, end quote. And so, yeah, definitely uh, somber moments, but great to see that Anton Walks is uh, being honored by the team as well because, yeah, while he may have moved to Charlotte FC, the impact was far and wide, and that as much could be seen as uh, the uh, the celebration of his life at the... Uh, the Charlotte's uh, at Charlotte's, you know, stadium. They uh, on Tuesday they uh, apparently stories they flowed freely and uh, yeah they were heard by several hundred who attended the service, including Joseph Martinez, Mikey Ambrose, amongst others. And yeah, the uh, the truth probably was uh, affirmed in those stories that uh, walks. He's uh, one of those that seemed to be loved by everyone, everywhere he went. So definitely, uh, yeah, you know, it is something that uh, is incredibly sad. But yes, rest in power, Anton Walks. But back to this match. Uh, so yeah, the uh, the starting eleven, uh, probably the starter or the strongest starting eleven that we can have without, say, our uh, any new signings, and also Tiago Almada, he suffered a knock in training, and so he uh, he made the the bench in the reserves, but he was seen visibly limping uh, during the match, just moving around the bench, and afterwards uh, signing, uh, you know, uh, kits and uh, various things with the fans. He, uh, it's, he seemed to be favoring his right uh, leg, ankle, something. But uh, apparently, yeah, he did maybe suffer something on Friday. But that starting 11, uh, Guzan uh, and uh, uh, Miles Robinson, they started for the first time since they've been uh, you know, recovering from their respective uh, Achilles injuries. But... Uh, yeah, definitely to note, Parata and Miles Robinson starting together as a pair for the first time. Gutman and Lennon uh, started as the uh, fullbacks and the three-man midfield of Abara, Sosa, 
and Mateus Hosetu uh, and Chol and Adaruju were uh, the wingers with Jackson Conway up top. So, uh, yeah, you know, you, you saw a little bit of uh, rust, uh, not, not just a little bit, a whole lot of rust uh, from, I think, uh, a number of players. And uh, unfortunately, when you're at the back at uh, goalkeeper, yeah, pretty egregious. Uh, yeah, I mean, Brad Guzan, he tried to, uh, you know, stop something from going out and spilled it. And a Chattanooga player was able to uh, bag his goal for the first goal of the game. Really, really bad look. Gotta be honest. Uh, yeah, really pretty ugly. But uh, we came back and, uh, yeah, Luis Adaruju. Um, yeah, he was able to sink the penalty that was, uh, that was won by, uh, Andrew Gutman. And yeah, you know, you have, uh, us fighting back, back and forth in this game. And, uh, and then we, uh, unfortunately give up, uh, or we, we get a lead in this match, uh, Machop Chol, he was able to, uh, be in the right place at the right time, another, uh, goalkeeper error here, but uh, yeah, Chol, he was able to capitalize uh, to control a deflected ball, and then he scored in the open net, but uh, yeah, another goal by Chattanooga where, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of chaos inside the uh, the mixer in the, uh, the six-yard box, and our defense was, uh, yeah, just kind of caught sleeping a little bit, not able to to fully make a clearance and yeah from a really really tight angle was able to uh they were able to uh equalize but then uh yeah the uh yeah we were able to uh get another goal by Luis Araujo so uh he was able to pounce on another opportunity um and he got a brace but yeah just a couple minutes later, Chattanooga, they were able to equalize as well. And uh, yeah, it was uh, another close range shot and it's 3-3. So, I mean, yeah, it's, I think uh, a lot of poor performances, unfortunately, uh, if we want to really assess this, uh, you know, in terms of really looking at it. But we do know that, yeah, it is a friendly, but yeah, you got some really loose passes, and yeah, it's something that's uh, from some players that uh, are fringe players, in, in my opinion, uh, that we really have to upgrade from. And Mateus said to Franco Ibarra, uh, yeah, just a lot of really cheap giveaways, and it's just, yeah, you know, hopefully they can get. Uh, you can be a little bit better, and uh, it won't be as much of a worry. But it's just the, the you know the the history that they have with us. It's it hasn't exactly been uh, you know spectacular. So it is something that we are worried about. I mean, I'm worried about that. that our midfield is uh, something that's just maybe uh, not quite there. But uh, other notable players that were missing from the eleven uh, as well: Derek Etienne. Uh, yeah, he uh, he was also held out. Uh, he's still recovering from an injury as well. 
But uh, yeah, you know, you, you have large in part still like the uh, as much as we can the strongest 11 that we can field at the moment and yeah to, to pretty much uh yeah concede all these goals okay yeah you know get it out of the system early this is a match fitness type of uh type of match and not really a uh something that's large in part every single thing needs to be dissected but uh that second half we were able to uh you know and i think with necessity we had to field an entire starting 11, uh, new starting 11, wholesale changes. But uh, yes, Quentin Westberg uh, started at goalkeeper. Aiden McFadden started at left back. And Noah Cobb, Tuomasi, Ronald Hernandez was the captain. Alan Carlton, uh, yes, uh, Andrew Carlton's brother. Nick Firmino, David Mejia, Luke Brennan, Tyler Young, and Subatu uh, were rounded out that starting 11. And yeah, I think the kids uh, showed out a little bit defensively, uh, even though they, Chattanooga also, uh, I think should be given credit. They pressed well, they gave us a good match, and yeah, they asked questions of our defense. And I think in the second half, uh, yeah, we were able to uh, get a little bit uh, I, I think our starting uh, 11 in the second half was just a little bit stronger uh, but they couldn't put the ball in the back of the net but uh, Noah Cobb definitely showed his positional awareness uh, you saw some good good balls from McFadden from the left side using his left foot uh, yeah it's that uh, ability uh, that he uh, he's shown on the ball being a former attacking midfielder and uh, yeah, I mean, Ronald Hernandez uh, was able to uh, make some runs, mix it up, uh, and really took took charge in some uh, some aspects here. But uh, yeah, David Mejia as well, uh, some good runs, and yeah, I mean, larger part though, and yeah, Luke Brennan I think was another standout. That um, yeah, pumping some balls in. Tyler Young had some of our best chances, but uh, unfortunately, yeah. It is a 3-3 draw, and I mean, that's a great result for Chattanooga FC, but uh, yes, for LA United, yeah, uh, for an NISA team, we probably should have uh, slapped them like we did in the uh, US Open Cup, but uh, unfortunately, that's not the case. It was not a 6-0, it was a 3-3. Uh, it's a preseason, and so okay, you know, you you take the uh, the pluses in that most of the players were not injured in this fixture. There was maybe a little bit of question for Luke Brennan, but other than that, uh, everyone looks to be okay as of now. So uh, yes, up next in Atlanta United's preseason, uh, they will begin the next leg of the preseason on a ten-day trip to Mexico City. And uh, yes, there are, uh, yeah, there's of course the February 4th match against Atalante. So, uh, yes, uh, in terms of Tiago Amada, yeah, that's uh, hopefully just a, a knock and he will be okay. But um, yeah, hopefully he can get his uh, legs under him. And by God, some of the. Uh, <laughs> 
Some of the other players on the squad take it easy on those sliding tackles. I mean, come on, man. Come on, guys. But anyway, uh, so moving on to some transfer rumors. And yeah, we had a rumor for a center back, 5'11", 26-year-old central defender from Peru, Luis Abram. And uh, he plays in La Liga 2 side Granada. But according to Cesar Luis Merlo, uh, that we were in negotiations to bring him in for about three weeks. And uh, yeah, he's a left-sided center back with uh, some uh, some tidiness on the ball. But uh, in terms of you know the the move, it seems seems that we have reached an agreement with Granada. And yeah, it's for a fee that's close to 300,000 euros. And uh, that there will also be a sell-on percentage, according to Jorge Castillo. So uh, yeah, pretty good deal. Uh, it's a La Liga 2 side, of course. And so it's, um, it's probably a level that's uh, just a little bit, um, you know, probably pretty similar to ours. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a player that's uh, on the left side, I think that's something that we need. We need a left footer. We need somebody that can, so we don't have to, um, you know, that, that, right, that right footer on that left side of a, uh, of a pairing of a, um, of a center back, it is something that you need that uh, quickness of thought, that quickness of foot. And, uh, yeah, when you are playing with two right footers. I mean, if they're not as adept with their weak foot, it will affect the speed of play. So uh, I think this is a good move to bring in somebody that can uh, possibly play that. And uh, maybe not the biggest size, but uh, I think it offers us some flexibility and some dynamic. So that is, uh, I think, a... A decent uh, signing, uh, whether it's for depth or for uh, our starter, we shall see. But uh, I think what uh, is a big miss is that we missed out on Alexander Callens. Hirona, they officially signed him this week. And so he is off the board. And it looks like Luis Abram is the man that is coming in. But uh, speaking of players that might be coming in, whew. We've got a saga on our hands, and doesn't it always seem like the case, right? But, uh, yeah, first up, uh, last week, yeah, we were, <laughs> we were uh, you know, linked to Giorgios Giacomakis. Oh, it's a tough name to say, but Giacomakis. And uh, according to the Greek website SDNA, uh, Giacomakis, he accepted an offer to join LA United on a January transfer, but uh, they didn't have an agreement with Celtic quite yet, and that offer might have been four million pounds. But uh, yeah, then uh, yeah, it was it's this back and forth. Uh, Celtic, they were uh, apparently at that time ready to sell Giacomakis to Urara. Red Diamonds, a Japanese side, and uh, after they had accepted an initial bid of three million, uh, three million pounds, but uh, and that was according to Sky Sports. But uh, Giacomakis, he apparently kept his options open with LA United also on the scene, so he didn't quite go yet. But uh, yeah, 
the uh, the uh, the move apparently was on for Giacumakis to go to Atlanta United, uh, but uh, yeah, Celtic they apparently rejected the initial loan offer, and uh, yeah, they went with the Red Diamonds, but then uh, he. He is now like re- returning to Glasgow to complete the transfer, apparently. But yeah, the uh, it's a bit of back and forth, uh, a lot of back and forth. Uh, basically, it's between us two, uh, Red Diamonds and Atlanta United. Uh, but it was a twist back and forth where it looked like the Red Diamonds might get him. And he was on a plane there. And they apparently already accepted the offer of, uh, you know, of uh, the four million, but another twist. LA United they uh, are now big favorites, according to uh, Fabrizio Romano. That yeah, we tried to hijack that move, and uh, a new four point seven million dollar proposal has been accepted by Celtic, and the personal terms are still under discussion. But uh, yeah, we have our DP spots, and uh, we want to get it done. The uh, the situation apparently is still very fluid, according to Tom Bogert. That, uh, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Elena's still pushing closer and closer, but it's not done yet. The uh, loan with an automatic purchase option wasn't possible, so Atlanta, uh, we needed to move some budget around to make it possible. So, yeah, very, very interesting. But, large in part, it looks like Giacomakis is coming to Atlanta United. We will find out soon, probably this week. But yeah, I mean, he's a player that, uh, yeah, has some size, uh, has that uh, decisiveness inside the box. And the past couple of seasons has been uh, quite good for Celtic. So uh, a player that uh, while he's 28, I mean, he can contribute now, uh, whether for the long term or not. I mean, I think maybe we now are in win now mode. So very interesting indeed, and uh, I think the next very interesting bit is that uh, LA United, they uh, announced the new kit numbers for the 2023 season, and there are some notable changes, uh, many changes really I would say, but Almada, he switched to number 23, in which he has worn in the past with Velez Sarsfield, uh, he went from 8 to 23 of course. Aruju went from 19 to number 10. And the new boy, Derek Etienne Jr., will wear number 18. And Hosetu, he switched from number 9 to 20, which now opens up that number 9 number. So, yeah, it will be very interesting. If we do sign a striker, they finally have a number that's fitting for the striker here. So... It has been a little bit cursed, uh, this number for us, a little bit. So hopefully uh, that new number nine that comes in will be somebody that uh, can wear that number with some pride. But uh, yeah, and so uh, moving on from that, uh, onto the U.S. men's national team, a couple of familiar faces. Julian Gressel and Brandon Vasquez, of course, both made the U.S. men's national team squad, and they hooked up for a beautiful goal for, uh, you know, their for Brandon Vasquez's first goal of 
his U.S. men's national team career. It was, uh, as you would imagine, a ball pumped from the right wing from Julian Gressel and Brandon Vasquez. He finishes it with his head at the near post. Uh, and Wow. I mean, yeah, it's just, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, there are there is some saltiness from some LA United fans, but I think large in part, like we're ecstatic that the uh, these two are able to make the U.S. men's national team and hook up. And uh, yeah, it's uh, it is a what could have been for sure, because it looks like both of these guys are still doing it. Uh, Brandon Vasquez, of course, is like, yeah, super young and still uh, growing into himself. So, yeah, last season, the uh, 18 goals, I believe eight assists with FC Cincy. He is coming into his own Julian Gressel. We know his quality in this league. So, yeah, it is uh, it is what it is, really. But. Moving on from that, uh, Paul Tenorio and Sam Stechgall, they reported that LA United interviewed Ernie Stewart for the club's president slash CEO position before the World Cup. So very, very fascinating. Uh, we were uh, interviewing some people high up in the U.S. men's national team setup. But uh, yeah, of course, we went with Garth Lagerway uh, as, that, uh, as our president and CEO, of course. But uh, moving on from that, the United States, they will host the 2024 Copa America. And apparently six CONCACAF countries will participate in it. So congrats. Uh, yeah, we will Yeah, definitely uh, probably be trying to push for some of those games at the Benz. But we will find out if that will be the case. But yeah, uh, and last bit of news is that... The reigning EMLS champion, EMLS Cup champion, rather, Paul Neto. He's looking to add more trophies to his cabinet this weekend. They are playing the LS1 series. And yes, uh, Paulo Neto, our EMLS player, best of luck to him. And uh, yeah, you know, hopefully he can bring another trophy to LA United's cabinet. But guys, that's pretty much it that's uh more or less the episode except for the question of the day and the question of the day is if it isn't Giacomacus, what kind of striker do you think this team needs i mean do you think we need that target forward i know some of you guys are really pushing for olivier Giroud, uh or do you need like someone that can run in behind a lot more i mean do you want someone that can uh, stretch our defenses or stretch the defenses that we play or uh, someone that uh, can uh, tower over everybody and power their way into some goals let us know looking forward to what you have to say in the comments below and that's it for us today remember to subscribe to us if you haven't already share this episode and leave us a review and rating so we can pop up higher in your rankings i'm aj thanks so much for listening <laughs>